Hello and welcome to GameSpot After Dark, episode 166. I'm your host, Tamor, and I'm joined in the studio by Jean-Luc Seipke. Hello, hello. Hi, Tamor. Uh-huh. Hello. I haven't seen you in this been a while. podcast in a, a hot minute. Yeah, I don't like. know what's been going on. Where have I been? Someone tell me where I've been because I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I think I was in Canada for a bit and then I came back Then I went to New York and then I had like assignments. So I've skipped like three weeks. Sounds about right. Yeah. Someone, hey, not someone, as many as Lucy, though. Lucy has like not been on for I think Lucy's, it's like at least two like, months now. Like, oh, yeah, it's like coming yeah. up to two months. Yeah. Of not she has being a big Lucy anymore. drought. Yeah, the Lucy yeah. drought. Yeah. yeah, we'll get her Someone on came into my Twitch chat and was like, are you on GameSpot After Dark anymore? And I was like, you shut up. I've got stuff to do, all right. Um, we're also joined by Jake Decker. Hello, howdy. How's it going? We are not live today, so no. I can say whatever I want. And, oh, no, I have to edit it, so yeah, I have to cut it out. <laughs> yeah, no Never rules. mind. We're also joined by special guest, Matt Batson. Hello, hello. Excited to be doing? here. Welcome, welcome. Obviously, we have the, what is it, John Luke? The Jackson, Jackson from, from Nairobi, Nairobi, Kenya. Kenya. Um, because we know Jackson still listens. Shout out to Jackson in Shout Nairobi, Kenya. Mm-hmm. Um, segment, which involves introducing yourself. So, Matt, tell us who you are, what you do, what are the games that you love, what are the okay. games that you hate. Okay. Uh, who are so, the people you who hate? Are the people? Okay. <laughs> Give us one person that you hate. Okay, so I'm Matt Batson. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I do some uh, freelance and contract stuff uh, as a video editor with Kind of Funny, mostly on the social side. Uh, also do a lot of fun like KFW, Kind of Funny Football League, anything vaguely sports related at Kind of Funny, I'm weirdly into. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I, I work in video production out in Atlanta, do some other fun stuff like uh, graphics producer for Judge Steve Harvey. If, any, wow, if there's really? any fans out there okay. of Judge Steve Harvey, uh, work on that show. So, you know, video games and Judge Steve Harvey, that's my wheelhouse. That's thing, yeah. uh, and then, yeah, some of my favorite games, uh, Persona 4 Golden. Mm-hmm. I know there's a, a no anime policy on oh, this side. there's a full of, anime policy. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been overruled. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, a lot of Naughty Dog games, a lot of sports games, uh, and then also, like, Civilization, big Civilizations mm-hmm. fan. I'm all over the place. Do you play a lot of sports games? Yeah, I do. I do. Good. That's a, I'm, that, in, I'm in need of a sports game. I was going to say, <laughs> that's yeah. a hot commodity. Yeah. I feel like every time we hire someone, everyone's like, yeah, I play everything but sports games. Yeah. yeah. Ah, damn it. I, I play a lot of sports games. Sports game fans at this point, like, you're either like, you don't care about like the video games industry, you're not in this space, mm. or you are and you're just constantly like, Ben Affleck smoking a cigarette outside. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. just like, like I don't like these are all bad, but like <laughs> this, I still love it. This and is I'm the sixteenth battle pass I've had yeah. to look through. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, are you a sports game fan in the purest sense of the word, where you're like, I play every sports game, or I? Because the, the tricky thing for I, me as someone yeah. who like, I I have people who review games, sports games, and they're like, yeah, I play FIFA, I play Madden, and then. And then I'm like, uh, any chance of some PGA love? And then right. I get, hell no. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> NHL? I'm like, hell no. <laughs> I, I dabble in every sports game. So like mm. Madden and 2K are pretty much my yearly. FIFA is like mm. every other year. And then NHL is like every third year. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not this mathematic. Uh, really, like it, it depends on how hurt I am by the franchise recently. Mm. So I'm boycotting 2K this year. I was gonna boycott Madden, but then John Madden died. Oh, and he does—he uh, does need money, and he needs yeah. money. So I thought, you know, they got me. You know, uh, rest in peace. Is John he on Madden. the cover? He is yes. on the cover. Okay. If he wasn't on the cover, you that know, would be one. Oh, I, damn, that's one that you got to buy then. I know. Yeah. Even, really pulling I'm, at the even now, I'm considering that like, I should buy that game. Yeah, I think I, it's fifty percent off right now. Sweet. <laughs> Oddly enough, I. I 
the only sports games I ever really got into were NFL Street 2 yes. mm-hmm. and, and NBA, NBA Street 3. What a time and, and place. Yeah. Those games were awesome. They mm-hmm. were great. I remember creating my dumbass little characters yes. and I'd yeah. play all these, you know, 3v3 basketball. Like, it was a good time. For a while there, when they stopped making I was like, you know what? Maybe I can do an actual sports game. And I was like, this is a little too much for me. But as yes. of late, yeah. I've been thinking about giving FIFA a try because I've heard that FIFA is like actually fun as someone mm-hmm. who isn't into sport. But then I see all the microtransaction <laughs> bullshit and I'm like, I don't really yeah. want to get it, involved. I, in I played FIFA depends. for a while because yeah. I was yeah. in an office full of British football fans. So I played yeah. FIFA for a bit and it was fine. Like the problem with FIFA is FIFA players take FIFA way too seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is fun. But if you're playing with a FIFA player, you're, gonna, you're probably going to have a not great. See, I wouldn't do time. that. I wouldn't yeah. play online. I, I wouldn't play with other yep, people. Same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I, I played FIFA for a bit. I played Madden for a bit as well just because I was like, I, I want to know about these games and also like I'm vaguely into uh, mm-hmm. American football. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played, uh, I think it was NBA, the the EA Sports NBA, NBA Live. Oh, NBA yeah. Live. Um, Which were awful and they were then terrible. good and, and then, then awful I played again? it in the good phase. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's when 2K came along. We're like, all right, we're going to eat your lunch yeah. now. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't try. My sports games were always the like, the EA big versions yes. of yeah. sports game. Like I, I cannot believe there's not been a new NBA jam. Like oh, even yeah. the last Xbox 360 era NBA jam was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that they don't have a new NBA jam right now yeah. is absurd. They did the Playgrounds series, 2K did yeah, that, was, which was, it's kind of fun, mm-hmm. but it just feels so like stale and vanilla. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, don't know. I don't I don't understand how there wasn't like EA rocking up and being like, we'll make the Space Jam 2 game and yes. just put the EA, EA yeah. NBA Jam like th- team on it. I was kind of hoping like the success of Rocket League would sort of revitalize like the thinking about sports yeah, or like games, thinking yeah, about it in, in a different ways. way. Right. Like, you know, but then you haven't really seen much other than like people who just straight up copy Rocket League and it's like it's Rocket League <laughs> yeah. but golf now and I'm like nah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good I don't <laughs> you do get like, like that the indie de- like it sounds really shitty to say but like indie developers are doing this stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like I, I want a bit more polish than what most indie game yeah. developers are doing you know mm-hmm. like yeah. there's some really cool ideas like I, you know uh, Jordan for example plays that weird volleyball game <laughs> constantly and you're like okay that's interesting I gotta but, hear about this volleyball yeah um, I don't think it's like extreme I think it's just straight up like yeah, volleyball, just volleyball. yeah. <laughs> um, but like I would love for a Big, we had that dodgeball game for a while, remember? Yeah. Like, that's, which one? So that, that's the dodgeball like academy uh, game yeah. or Not, stickball? Dodgeball academy was also yeah, kind yeah. of fun. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was called dodgeball and, academy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Didn't yeah. EA do like or a dodgeball academia? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't Ubisoft My do like a rollerblading game? Yeah, I don't. That is, game did that come out? It came out and went away like that. Just like, did one lap it just went away. That looks fun. That was like a fun weekend on Twitch. Ubisoft is the only ones who are still like trying to do like kind of weird sports games sticking, but I, yeah. none of them seem to be sticking like I, I didn't really yeah. care about Steep I didn't really care about yeah. I, what's that other Riders one that came Republic? out Riders, Riders Republic yeah. which the thing that they're doing is that they're, they're like they're making those games they're taking ideas like Riders Republic trials effectively right that's sure. what you're thinking or like uh, Steep Everyone's thinking SSX mm-hmm. tricky, right. and then they just turn it into like a boring version of yeah. those games yeah. like yeah. if Steep was like 
ridiculous, like over the top, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. It's, but it's not. It's similar to just like the problem with, with sports games, like you're saying, John Luke, where it's just they're so focused on like the simulation aspect. Mm. They're like, how do I get more real? How do I yeah. get more real? And it's it's getting less fun. In or in Ubisoft's ways. case, terrible microtransactions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, Writers Republic, to be fair, had some absurd stuff. I did the tutorial in that game and all of a sudden I'm in a jetpack flying around. I'm like, what the fuck am I yeah. playing? Yeah, it had like weird like gameplay concepts, but it's just the wrapper around it. Like SSX yeah. Tricky. For example, it's the music. Like, it opens with Run DMC character like, design. I mean, yeah, yeah. I talked about this with Jake. My my favorite, I still think the best underrated sports game is oh, Amp Three. Yeah, Amp Three, Amp 3 is a yeah. game that like no one talks about. I tried like you like I googled it on or I YouTube searched it because I was like, has anyone ever made a video about Amp Three? And it's like the most popular video is the giant bomb quick look <laughs> about it, which huh. even then only has like 11k. Like no one cares about that game, but that game is really is good. Yeah, really good. It's so stupid and ridiculous. Like half the time, it's like, all right, now you're surfing on a couch, and now like a weird anthropomorphic pig is like trying to get you to do a sports trick so that you can sell mayonnaise, and like it's just. It's very strange. It's very yeah. strange. It's really stupid. I, I describe it as having like burnout, burnout energy, which mm -hmm. is like yeah. all sports games need to have burnout energy. That pe that period of time where all games were trying to be fast and crazy and like over the top. Yeah, that's what's really missing. Like I think like Mario Strikers is probably the closest you get to like a yeah. sports game. That's, sure. But even Mario, my Mario Strikers is fine, I guess. But yeah. like, I need like my DJ Atomica. I need like yeah. weird radio announcers yes. and just <laughs> yeah. nonsense or, or happening. Maybe not burn out crazy taxi energy. Yes. Sure. Crazy, taxi, yes. Energy. crazy, crazy taxi. taxi energy. Put crazy taxi in sports games. Mm -hmm. That's what we're Aren't saying. Aren't they doing yeah. a new crazy taxi? I think I think Sega was like, we're doing a full epic like Triple crazy taxi universe yeah, or something. GTA clone crazy taxi. You know what? I would I could write this shit out of an amazing crazy taxi game. I, I would love like a GTA crazy it. taxi, but you'd never leave the car. Like you do all the same GTA. No, I, I would <laughs> just I'm a getaway driver. Yeah. Genuinely, oh, sure. my story for G, a crazy taxi game would be you're an upstart like driver, mm -hmm. but you're an old school driver. Like you're you're a yellow cab driver, but it takes place in a world where uh rideshare companies have taken over <laughs> so oh. what you're doing is like trying to conquer parts of the city in the yeah. same way that you would in like a gta yeah. um san andreas like mm -hmm. gang warfare yeah instead but of baby driver it's old man driver yeah exactly Ooh. and then like you you as you do that you like recruit drivers and you start like <laughs> you have turf wars with like ride share <laughs> oh, i love this. the idea of taking some anytime there's a turf and, war yeah. in a game yeah like imagine <laughs> that like and like you have like race-offs against you versus i don't know like um auto drive car mm -hmm. from uber yeah. or whatever waymo, or whatever, yeah, waymo or whatever and like if you can get a certain amount of people to their stops within a certain period you take over that territory and you push the ride share app out and it's also about capitalism yeah i was gonna say the, automation the, the end of game work is and, you you get all the like uber li uh lift drivers to like realize they have a shitty deal and yeah. unionize like yeah and the end it ends in unionization yeah yes. yeah, yeah that's how yeah. it, and that's how it perfect. ends perfect yes and then like it ends with like the cities on fire but like the, <laughs> the, the capitalism is gone and yeah. like just it pulls out start. and it's like on the edge of a cliff and it's just a line of perfectly lit yellow cabs <laughs> just what, <laughs> what, what what music would this, when you fire up this game what song would be playing? Uh, probably something by kavinsky or something yeah. <laughs> okay. night call and they just like all peel off like oh that'd be sick i can picture it sega hit me up if you need a, a writer yeah. for your crazy taxi universe um but yeah that would be that would be an amazing that needs to come back ssx tricky needs to come back mm -hmm. but i feel like they did that one ssx game no, it just didn't and hit. It yeah, they, yeah were, they were like squirrel suit. Anyone? 
And that was about it. Or Driver. Did you ever play Driver San oh, Francisco? I played, I played Driver 3. I didn't play San Francisco. San Francisco is stupid. Is very and of all weird. the I dis I, I dislike the driver games. People are always like, this is a GTA killer, and I'd play it, and I was like, this is one of the most boring things I've ever played. <laughs> Driver 3 <laughs> sucked. But the only reason I played a lot of it was because uh, it wasn't called GTA, and that was an open world yeah. game I could yeah. get away with, you know, oh, but yeah, it was yeah. bad. But like Driver, I don't like those Driver games up until San Francisco. Yeah, San, San Francisco, Francisco is yeah. the weirdest game. It's so, <laughs> it's so, it's so it's weird. It's like you can Aren't you like in a cars or something? Yeah, you're like a weird ghost person. You, yeah, you can you can like possess other people's <laughs> cars, car, yeah. and then it turns out you're in a coma the whole time. And then, oh, and then so the I just end, spoiled it. Oh. Yeah, but then it, we'll just get into it. At the well, end, now you I'm realize you're in a coma, and that none of the it's real, so you start like manipulating shit, and then like lightning starts like destroying other cars like it gets really weird it's, at the I, end i've I would heard about this playing. game right. for years but i've never heard <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of incredible and then oh and then like i think at the end he like solves the case of, of where his death of, or something no no because no, like no, he gets in a coma because he's trying to beat this like crime lord and the crime lord's like taunting him in his coma and then at the end he like wakes up from the coma and it's like i know where we need to go and then the <laughs> final chase is with him in real life taking down the criminal i'm like this is fucking so great and stupid <laughs> i think you could probably very easily run it on a steam deck using means oh probably so, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah give that a go um but yeah let's let's kick over to the first segment um which is going to be what we've been playing sean luke what you've been playing oh what should i start with Ooh. which one should oh, i oh you got two two, two heavy hitters two heavy ones. one i'm one i'm not going to talk super much about because i yeah uh, let's do that one start with okay that, yeah because i haven't played too much um the preview embargo lifted for bayonetta 3 Mm. I've been playing a bit of that as well. Yeah, been a long, long time coming for that game. Yeah. Um, ooh, God, we're fairly restricted one, right? on what we can say just to be upfront. Yeah. So we can only talk about the first. We can only talk about. We can play up to the first five chapters. I think we can only talk about chapter one and five. I'm pretty yeah. sure one and five are the chapters we can that talk we can about, talk yeah. about. To be fair, I don't even want to say that much uh, about chapter one because if. If you are familiar with the way Bayonetta opens their games, like they just they open up with like this insane spectacle um, yeah. and just like escalate it. And I think a lot of the fun is like experiencing that for yourself. Um, and I trying to describe that, I don't think would quite have the same impact. But like, it's fair to say, like, it is completely ridiculous in the way that all the Bayonetta games are like Platinum just keeps trying to like one up themselves. Mm -hmm. um, I think the interesting thing is sort of that feeling of like, is is this platinum like kind of back on form because i feel like platinum in the last couple years have kind of uh, i mean babylon's fall yeah the, babylon's know? fall is a is a thing that has been kind of like my my like their, the shadow yeah, right that's yeah. kind of hung over so it's and like, i feel like it's not even entirely their fault like i know it's hard to yeah that whole thing is yeah. messy but it, from what i have played i'm like oh yeah this is like like top form platinum they're back they're yeah. back yeah. uh the I think the combat is from what I've played, um, which is admittedly very little. So I'm like barely in it, but it it's super smooth. Um, mm -hmm. I think some of the uh, changes they're making with um, like the demon forms and how those kind of have like more of a direct role. Like in the original games, the you would just kind of like trigger the cutscene and then the demons, Climax, yeah. Or, yeah, and then the demons would do that, which is uh, still a thing. But now you can actually you have a demon meter where at any time you can switch to one of your demons and um, basically like summon a giant 
version of them to fight. Yeah. So you can summon like a giant version of Lady Butterfly to just like step on people. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. <laughs> it's it's so yeah, interesting yeah. like push and pull because when you do that, you're kind of you lock Bayonetta in place. So she's open to attack. And she's doing this like yeah. bizarre like TikTok she's, dance. Yeah, she's like <laughs> really <dancing>. funny. Her <laughs> idol animation. Have you just left her in idol? Oh yeah. She like does a little if you just don't press anything, she does like a full like little dance routine. Yeah, it's and it's really like funny because really, like, like cool. she's in the foreground, like doing this weird dance in the background. There's just, just like, like a giant kai, kaiju fight happening. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's really cool. But yeah, there is like a risk reward situation with it. And they the bar builds very quickly. Yeah. Like they want you like pulling out monsters that. constantly. Mm-hmm. And it is real like the monsters have a fairly basic move set but it's varied enough like one of them is like has a good jump attack like a pounce attack where the others is more others more are more like aoe kind of focus and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so there is a good like it seems like they've put thought into making sure that it's a core part of the combat but also ensuring that it's not like palette swaps it's like there's very specific use cases or ideal use cases for all of these monsters totally and then the monsters also tie into the weapons you get as well Mm -hmm. so like you know when with your basic pistols when you do like a certain combo you'll like end with like a madam butterfly like uppercut but then if you switch to a different weapon it'll be like a different demons like kind of finishing move attack so that's sort of like just kind of a way to add like more flair to each weapon Mm -hmm. and make them feel more distinct um because that's like a big part of bayonetta is like the weapon play styles get like really crazy. Um, I haven't seen too much of that stuff yet. I'm still like kind of, I think I'm like about to start getting more of those weapons. Um, so I don't really have too much to say other than that. What I have seen looks pretty nuts so far. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I don't, I'm, I'm kind of uh, about the game is uh, some of the presentation is hmm. a little rough and it feels like, I wish this game wasn't on the Switch. Mm. I think it's kind of where I'm at. It, mm-hmm. it, like, I don't know if you felt this way, Tam. There were moments where I was watching cutscenes and I was like, I think this looks worse than Bayonetta 2. Visually, yeah, there's, at I, I think artistically, artistically, yeah. everything looks great. She yeah. looks great. The the demons are great, but it's a technical. It's, side it's, it feels like a technical. Limitation. It feels like this is. Uh, I'm speculating here, but it feels like they're doing more in in like certain areas. Like the combat is way more like. Intense, it's like larger scale yes, and it looks really nice yeah so they, they're like siphoning off like everything that isn't the core combat or like a core moment yeah it like just looks a bit sketchy because the set pieces are like yeah they're grand really and and, mm-hmm. and epic in scale yeah. so like the, the problem is if you're focusing what on like what is happening on screen like the thing that they want you to focus on it looks great the moment you look at like what's that building behind her look like then <laughs> you're like oh that's yeah. a problem <laughs> totally yeah. or even like they're doing some of the uh you could tell they're they're kind of like picking and choosing what to prioritize for like animations some Mm. of the animation felt kind of choppy and stiff and i was like oh this this doesn't look as good as uh, as i feel like the other games looked or like i would hope for it to look better in like a from a bayonetta coming out in like 2022 like i have i feel like i have more expectations but then when it cut to her like first transformation scene uh the animation got like way better, better. Yeah. And she's I was like, like doing this really smooth yeah, like it, dance move it reminds like, me of like shit. a like an anime where they're like yeah. all right we gotta like kind of cut some corners on this scene so that we can make so the, the fight, fight scene, scene look yeah. really yeah, good like it reminded yeah. me of that and it's so like i'm i'm kind of a it's not the worst thing ever but it is noticeable and i found myself just a little like oh i kind of wanted like um some of this to have a little more polish to it or or maybe uh feel a little more elevated than like again i Part of me, I'm like, I think Bayonetta 2 in some spots looks better. And that's kind of disappointing because, you know, yeah. I've been waiting so long for this game that I was sort of hoping it would be like 
everything would just feel uh, like much grander in scope. Um, but they, I think they are hitting it where it counts. Yeah. These last couple of years, I feel like for the Switch, I mean, there's been some really good games, but I feel like none of these AAA games in particular have looked particularly good. Like Arceus, mm. Arceus, right. which I think looked a lot worse in the previews and stuff than when I actually played it. And then I was in that world and I was like, okay, I, I see the style they were going for. But even those Pokemon trailers, that, that gameplay they released last week does yeah. not look very good. Yeah. Uh, apart from like the Pokemon themselves. And, you know, we can speculate a million reasons why that is. And mm. I know it's very technical and I know we don't have the answers, but like it is kind of getting to that point where it's like, I know we've been rumoring a Switch Pro for a long time, but I think it might be time because these yeah. like Xenoblade, that was an issue with Xenoblade as well. Like it's like the developer had Monolith Soft had this incredible vision, which isn't quite there because the Switch hardware is just holding it back just a little, just enough to be annoying. Like when I'm running, uh -huh. I just see grass pop in in front of me the entire time. Yeah. And it's like, like I, I want to suspend disbelief, but after a while right. it's like, it's like, okay, now I'm playing a Steam Deck, which, you know, it's it's not a console. It's not a, a desktop PC, but games look pretty good on that. Like those mm -hmm. those those kind of games typically look pretty good. Yeah, mm. I agree. Um, and and yeah, like some of the resolution stuff can like at least for me. Um, maybe it's because I was just uh, had a few drinks, but um, when I was playing, but I it sometimes found the visibility um, like mm. in combat were, to be like a little blurry. And were you playing on handheld? or Were you playing? Are you allowed to? Talk about what it is like playing on handheld. Oh, I mean, it definitely, TV. it definitely looks better on handheld because everything's yeah. just smaller just and tighter, right? Yeah, down. Um, I was playing on screen, big screen. But so. but I was playing on big screen. Yeah. I pl I played a little bit of both, and I would say big screen is where it's the most like obvious. Mm. Um, yeah. It looks. It's weird because you kind of want to play on big screen with like a pro controller with like the, the spectacle, yeah, yeah, spectacle, and also like if you're doing like high level combos or just like doing the pro things, controller is so much the pro nicer. controller. You've yeah. got to have yeah. it like. Um, yeah, but the trade-off is it doesn't look as yeah. sharp. Do you feel like the lack of like visual fidelity hurts the spectacle, or is it still just like these are still bonkers, crazy things um, happening that like I, I, I still I love this? Think maybe like a tiny bit, mm, yeah. just because it it's like they're able to do the spectacle, but you, I I think it was like in the moment it felt fine. I actually like was watching a video where they were showing clips from Bayonetta like one and two and i think like there was a certain fidelity to those cutscenes that i thought looked really sharp that i didn't quite feel with three so it i think it does lose a little bit with the presentation not yeah. being for me it's not as bad. like i think for i had that moment where i was like oh yeah this is a switch so i should i shouldn't expect like I, more out yeah. of it and that it was like mm -hmm. that wave of disappointment and then that took like five or ten minutes to get over because I was like, oh, God, this doesn't look as good. Right. This doesn't. But eventually I was like, ah, it's fine. Like, uh, still yeah. fun to play. Yeah, yeah it's it totally. Fun to play. Uh, yeah, she looks great. And like the charm of it overwhelms it. I think. Oh, for sure. It's really stupid. Um, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's classic platinum ridiculousness. I almost think they kind of went a little too far. <laughs> I was like, this is getting a little too stupid. But like. Bayonetta is still like fantastic. Jennifer yeah. Hale's Bayonetta Jennifer now, Hale stepping um, in for the new voice. Does a pretty right, yeah. good job. Um, yeah. To be fair, like there's a couple times where I couldn't even tell. Um, yeah, other, but other times where it's more obvious. It's, it's usually when the longer the sentence that she's speaking, the more obvious it becomes that it's a different Bayonetta. Mm. But when she's just doing like the oh, noises and like that, yes. you're like, oh, that sounds exactly. It sounds like exactly. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounded exactly yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure it wasn't you? Yeah. 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 Y
Uh, all British uh, people when they make Our noises bayonetta. sound like hot, sexy yeah. bayonet. So, but I would say at least where I'm at so far, I think I think people will be pretty pleased with, yeah. with bayonet. The thing I'm excited about is digging more into the combat system, which yes. is like it feels very mm -hmm. very um, deep and and like mm -hmm. uh, which is what you expect out of it. Um, I'm just trying to find like the best kind of way to integrate a lot of the summon stuff, which is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. But I expect to see like cool combo videos out of this and oh, all that God, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I haven't even had a chance to try out um, the new character, Viola, you can yeah. play. Like, um, she's got like a katana. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that character. Also, there's like new movement modes and like dash abilities and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot. Really cool. it's, it's pretty deep. Yeah. But yeah, um, we'll have a review of that at some point. Yep. Definitely play more of that. What was the other game mm -hmm. you played? Uh, I can talk about it because the embargo will be lifted. The Dead Space. Uh, mm. Dead Space remake. Uh, me and Jordan got to go see this a few weeks ago, actually. Um, and they let us play a whole three hours of the game, which Damn. is like wild. The first three chapters. So um, I don't know. What do you guys want to know about it? I guess. Like, um, I mean, okay. You're a big fan of Dead Space. Yes, I, I think the original Dead Space is a masterpiece with a big asterisk, which is the... <laughs> I thought you were saying a masterpiece with a big ass. <laughs> big ass. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Isaac Clarke's I mean, ass. Masterpiece. Actually, no, it's pretty flat. Um, uh, the asterisk is, I think, the last couple chapters are, are real not good. Yeah. <laughs> that, came, that came as a real hard drop-off, but like everything before that is like so good. But you think it holds up like... Yes, and okay. I played it recently, um, like after, and I was still like, yeah, this still totally holds up. Like, So then I guess my question would be, knowing that you think the original Dead Space holds up, how do you feel going into the, like, how did you feel going into this demo, and how did you feel walking away going right. to this demo? So I would say I going in, there's that part of me that was like feeling kind of weird about it because there's, well, one, there's the whole thing where, uh, you know, the original developers visceral got shut down mm. and then immediately EA is like we're doing a remake mm. with a new studio and like there's just that, that feels icky and like there's a part of me that like just kind of has that in the back of my head as i'm playing but at the same time i want to be respectful to ea motive and the you know devs who are working really hard to play obviously um but it, it's sort of this feeling of like um like when i think of a remake in the back of my head i kind of think like sort of like what what is the purpose of this remake like what's what's it trying to accomplish and where like you have something like the last of us part one where i think like part of the reason people kind of feel so mixed about it is because it is still that exact same game and even mm -hmm. though it looks so much better and for some people that's enough to justify playing it other people are like if it's the exact same game does this really need to exist where something like mm. Resident Evil two or final fantasy seven is like a complete overhaul. Right. And you know, like I, I think those games absolutely like, um, you know, sell themselves as like why they exist and what they were able to do and, and like evolve that game and, and, um, dead space kind. So, so going into dead space, I was sort of like, eh, if the original game is still like so good, like, well, wh why do you need to remake this outside of like, you know a it's a easy sell from yeah. a like pr profitability standpoint plus like to be fair i get that there are some people that have a hard time going back to playing an older game so there's value yeah. in remaking I, it i think too it's like a good it, it, it it's a good message for ea right like hey we are making this game that so many people love that john carpenter sure. wants to make movies about you right know? right like we're and totally, people have totally. asked for more games so so i see that side too and yeah i, I feel like ea is always kind of like 
we're in the graces because we just released Jedi Fallen Over. <laughs> Fallen Order. Fallen, Fallen, Fallen Over. Over. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't get up. <laughs> He's stuck. Uh, uh, and, and for a while there, people were like, oh, wow, EA made like a single player game that's really good. It does uh-huh. microtransactions. And then they released like a bunch of... So, so to me, I see Dead Space, which is probably a little cynical, but I see this Dead Space release. It's like EA being like, look, we did it. Player. We yeah. did the thing you yeah. guys wanted. There, totally. Even though also, there's all that weirdness around it. Yeah. There is also always the thing like with remakes where people, you know, if they're younger, they didn't play the game in the generation. Or in my case, and this is specific with horror games, I was a big baby boy back then. Sure. Mm-hmm. No horror games for me. Now I dip my toes into the little scary pool and mm. uh, I'd like to play this. Yeah. 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 And as much as like I think people are being a little bit of babies about it, like I do get people having like reservations for just playing an older game. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm not one of those people. I love playing older games, but like I get it. I get yeah. it. Like you want you want to, You want the thing to look new and shiny all the time. Um, so all that to say wanted to go into this being like what are you guys doing what kind of remake is this like how much how different is it how similar is it like is it just a graphical overhaul uh it lands somewhere in the middle where it is for the most part the same game following the same structure but in there's all sorts of changes at like every opportunity from both like the way it looks visually with like layouts to just like we're gonna add puzzles here we're gonna restructure kind of um some of the progression stuff uh so for example a big thing they were touting is uh, there's no loading screen. So the Ishimura is now one massive map that you can walk from end to end, which I was like, well, that's kind of weird because the game was like designed to be segmented. So like, like what does that actually mean in terms of like how the game plays? Right. What it means is that uh, instead of going on the tram in between each level, they've added these like interstitial uh, like areas where you, Instead, we'll be like, oh, you need to go through this service area and you'll get to medical. Um, hmm. So do like, they feel natural? Like they do. Does it seem like they fit in? OK. Did you do more than one of them? Yes. Are they the exact same? No, no, they're different. Okay. So. Okay. So, for example, when you went from chapter one to chapter two, it was like trams down. You need to go to medical, um, take this little service entrance, went through there, um, got out to medical. And then um, at that point, you can then unlock the tram in medical and then you can use the tram to travel oh. back to earlier areas. So it's so sort of now more like a fast travel thing that you unlock when you get to. And then for chapter two to three, uh, they actually had me take the tram back to the first Oh, so the tram still exists, though. The tram still exists, and you can use the tram. Once you unlock the tram in a location, you can then use the tram whenever you want. So they had me take the tram back to the first chapter's area, which I think is... I forget what it is, but it's like where the hangar is at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah. And then I actually went into the hangar and I opened up the hangar and then it turned into this like whole new zero gravity section where I had to like go to the other side of the hangar and oh. then go through this like service tunnel vent area. And that's how I got into engineering. Uh, so they're adding these like new little sections that kind of just like make everything more naturally flow to one another because there is no loading like uh, screens mm. or anything. Like even on the tram when you get onto it, it it's just like get on the tram, hit the button sit there for like five seconds and then it's like okay cool now you're here and then you just hop out it doesn't like it just you're in the tram for five seconds Does like, it, is yeah, it not like, like weird doesn't it feel weird to be like mm-hmm. well it, it was probably more than five seconds but there was no like hard cut or no like yeah, loading yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. it, it very felt very tram. felt very yeah, natural very fast um, i want to i want to like see isaac's face like yeah. melting <laughs> as he's going at light speed he, he falls <laughs> over yeah, like, Fuck, <laughs> i'm a jedi i've fallen yeah. over <laughs> i i kind of like that sort of degree of remake where 
a lot of it, a lot of these changes are like level design stuff that you wouldn't particularly notice maybe if sure. you didn't have a fresh memory of that original game. Yes. Because, I mean, I, I, I did really like The Last of Us remake, but one thing that kind of bugged me was that the level design was exactly the same uh-huh. as it was originally. And by today's standards, that level design was pretty weak, like especially by Last of Us 2 standards, which, you know, say what you will about that game, but the level design in that was really good. And then playing Last of Us, it felt simplified. So yeah. I'm excited to hear that, like, they've at least taken a pass at a lot of the, the some of the design. It yeah, seems. yeah. And, and like when you're in each area, it, it feels mostly the same where it's like, OK, I'm following the same path. A lot of these rooms are the same. But they do make changes to some of the rooms where they'll they'll kind of like add extra rooms or kind of redo some of the layout. Like when you're in chapter two, you have to go get uh, two items to destroy a door. And I think they actually like switched which item was in which room. Like they like mm. swapped them and they added like a couple kind of extra rooms in between them. Um, or like um, when you uh, when you get this one item in the original game, you basically just backtrack in reverse and just go through the exact same area they instead added this like like when you try and go back that path is blocked and you have to use the zero gravity to go up and then you go through this different like completely new room to get back so it's sort of like uh they they wanted it to like instead of you feeling like you're just backtracking through the same area Mm -hmm. they're like well let's add a little new area that kind of like circles back around and we can add some like fresh stuff to it um i thought that was really cool but i think what it does right is that when I was playing it, it all felt like how I remembered it in my head. And it wasn't until I went back that I was like, oh, oh this is more different and you than had I actually. just played it too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. So cool. like there were some areas that were like pretty obvious, like, wow, okay, they really changed this room. But other areas that I was like, yeah, this is like about what I remember. And then when I went back, I was like, oh, no, it turns out I was completely wrong, which I think is, is a good thing in the sense that like um, – a lot of remakes, if they can kind of like push it too far mm. where it's kind of doesn't like feel like the original game mm-hmm, or like right. from from like a not only gameplay, but like artistic, like the Halo anniversary uh, of Combat Evolved. Those graphics like, oh, like, yeah, famously like our people don't like it because it just looks too different mm-hmm. than the original where this even though it's like, you know, there's so much detail and lighting and all these things that they couldn't do in the original. Like in my opinion, like it captures like the vibe the and instead of, of dead space. Same with the combat. Like it feels just like dead space, specifically right. dead space Two. They've imported mm. a lot of like that feel. So it's got the tighter controls. Um, you can like hit the B button to heal yourself. Um, I mentioned the gravity stuff from two has been imported into that, uh, into this one. So, um, as far as like nailing like this plays like a Dead Space game, like, yeah, like 100%. So having played a couple hours of it and saying what you said about the ending of the original, like, oh, sure. what's the best possible scenario here for that final segment that, you, that I guess that you'd hope for? <laughs> like, would you want that unchanged or would you want oh, I that hope to be they, redone like I Black hope Mesa? They, I hope they redo it because th- basically the last two, the last two chapters, in my opinion, are like quite bad. I don't yeah. I don't like them at all. Yeah. Um, I, and I would love to see them completely redo it. What's interesting is that when uh, Jordan interviewed the developers, they were like, you can ask us about anything in the game except for the last four chapters. Mm. Interesting. We're not, okay. talk, we're not talking about that. And I was like, that's all they would say. But it's like, oh, OK, are you guys going to make? So it kind of mm. implies they're making some more serious changes. And I hope that's the case. Uh, 
And I'm curious if they would do it from a story perspective, too, because they are also making like subtle changes to the story. It's all new voice actors. So like they've completely rewritten the script. It still is hitting the same beats, but it's, you know, a lot of the dialogue is redone. A lot of the uh, uh, audio logs you pick up are either changed or completely different, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Hmm. And then they're also like trying to see Nicole as a character early on in a way that uh, because Isaac talks now in this one, which is the other big thing that I know a lot of people are probably going to have mixed feelings on because some people really didn't like that Isaac started talking in the mm, sequels. Right. Um, I didn't mind it. I get, I, I, I see it both ways. Um, I like that he talks in this one because I think they have now established Isaac as a character. And I think it'd be weird if like going back, he doesn't talk anymore. And it helps that they got the voice actor for two and three. So mm. it feels like this Isaac feels more connected to the, the Isaac ones, yeah. in the other ones where the Isaac in Dead Space 1 and the Isaac in Dead Space 2 kind of felt like different characters. So I guess how you feel about that character might influence your opinion about how you feel about it in mm. this one. Um, but also, it's not like he talks too much. It's not like he's a chatterbox. Like, uh, oh, what's that one game? It's not cracking jokes. Yeah, yeah he's it. not like Deacon Horizon. St. John and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. and um, Aloy. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, not like Aloy or the guy in, in uh, Day is Gone who just like does not shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. Deacon St. John. Is that that yeah, Deacon St. John, yeah. Deacon okay. St. John. Um, instead, it's just like when people call up in a conversation like they you know he talks back so like a, it feels more natural like in in the original when you have to go to engineering the guy hammond just like shows up and says isaac you need to go fix this and fix that and, mm. and do this and i'm like how do you know all this like right. you're just like the soldier guy who's like telling me what to do and instead he calls up isaac and he's like oh isaac like um this is happening. What do we do? And Isaac's like, oh, shit, I got to get to engineering and I got to go fix this and that and that. And so it's like the same information. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. that he would know that. He knows it. Randy so Randy. it feels like he has more agency. Um, and then that kind of leads into the stuff with Nicole where they have introduced like side missions now that are about like finding out what happened to Nicole. So you mm. like have the opportunity to go slightly off the beaten path and be like, I want to find my girlfriend. And you'll find like these hollow logs that are kind of detailing what happened to her. I only got to see one example of it. So I'm curious how much of that is in the final game. But I thought that was also kind of a cool touch where it's like, okay, you're adding like a little extra. Mm-hmm. You want characters to kind of maybe feel more like endeared to Nicole or really want Isaac to find her so that you're, uh, you know, I guess I won't spoil what happens, but you can probably guess <laughs> how that goes. Cause it's dead space. Um, but yeah, I would say I'm pretty positive on all the changes they played. And like end of the day, like, as, as much as part of me goes like, oh, you know, they didn't really need a remake Dead Space. I walked away from it, like feeling really pumped and being like, yeah, I want to play more of this. Like, I'm I'm excited about Dead Space, which I mean, mm. after three, not was, a sentence you thought you'd say. Anytime yeah, because <laughs> dude, after three, I was like, I'm done. I don't need more Dead Space, but it's been enough time. And uh, I think this just like this is scratching that itch. Where I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I want I want this. I want to play this real bad. So feeling pretty good about it. Nice. Uh, Matt, what you been up to? Uh, so I've been doing some traveling lately. As you can see, mm-hmm. I'm here. Uh, and luckily, right before that happened, my Steam Deck arrived. So I'm oh, living this, the sweet life on deck, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, I haven't gotten to dig too much into it. Like I, I was telling Jake earlier, like I feel like the most fun part of, I guess just getting a new console in the first place is just like 
the like shopping of like, ooh, I need to like these are the games in my Steam library I'm gonna download. Mm-hmm. These are the games I'm gonna buy. There was a Sega sale, so I got uh Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I already had on not a good game. Not I wouldn't a, play it, no. <laughs> which I already had on I already had on Game Pass and then it was on PlayStation Plus. And then I still haven't played it like through either uh, of those okay. times. But I was like, all right, I'm gonna commit to it because it's it's Steam Deck verified. Hear a lot of great things, not mm. from Jake. Uh, I actually, to be fair, yeah, you love the, the game. last week I bought the Yakuza collection on Steam. Oh yeah, I heard yeah. they're fun to play on Steam Deck. Uh, yeah. They're very good on Steam oh, Deck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that I wasn't actually able to play it on my flight because of you know like the whole Wi-Fi issues, and I wasn't able mm-hmm. to verify the game while I was on the plane. Uh, played a little bit of Two Point Campus. Oh, oh you got you guys. Yeah, know, this Two Point. Yeah, I love that game. It yeah, great. so it was my first time. I didn't play Two Point Hospital. Uh, but I do love like these kind of like management yeah. simulator games. So really fun game. Great, like sort of onboarding for that style of game. A uh, lot of fun, a lot of personality to it so far. And then I think more so the Steam Deck has inspired me to play my PlayStation 2 if you catch my drift. Hmm. Uh, and been playing a lot of old sports games, okay. old WWE games. Uh, accidentally got the wrong year of SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> so there's no GM mode. I was very Aww. disappointed. Um, but it's just fun. Like, I feel like for sports games, like there's a weird nostalgia to them that's like two layers. That's like, I played this game growing up, but also I watched this at the time growing up. So like playing NCAA football 2011, which is funny because they don't pay the players. So nobody has their names in the game. Yeah. So it's almost like a matching game where you have to guess oh. like who's QB number 14. I'm like, oh yeah. So like the the best players are like, uh, Tyrod Taylor, Sam Bradford, Andy Dalton. These are all guys who are like backup quarterbacks in the NFL who have already aged out and retired mm-hmm. for the most part. So it's really fun sort of like time capsule going back and playing these old sports games. And like to what we were saying earlier, sort of where they're at now, it's fun to go back to where it was a little bit more simple mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just pure. in terms of it's simple mm-hmm. and pure, but then yeah. also they got more creative in terms of features and presentation because they weren't so focused on you know how great it looks and yeah. Yeah. making it look like a broadcast exactly yeah. it, and even still like they have more broadcast elements than like the modern games like there's so much like espn integration and stuff we were talking about john madden earlier like in ncaa they have uh lee corso doing commentary and if you're a college football fan you know lee corso still alive yeah <laughs> not to get morbid but he's not what he once was. Like mm-hmm. he's he's a lot older now, and so playing like these games, then hearing him like as a younger person, uh, mm. and just like his style of broadcasting, it's so much more fun. He says one thing like, "There's a button you press, you know, ask course." There's like an Ask Madden thing. He gives you like suggestions for plays to call. He you pick one, and he says like. This play could go really good or really bad. <laughs> it's the most bizarre, but it, it's just so much fun to yeah, like go back and see like the personality that used to be in sports games that is lacking these days. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes I do think about going back to playing those old school like classic uh, sports games, but then I'm just like, I feel like I wish there was a good ground between like modern gameplay and like the stylistic and like personality yeah. trappings of the original ones and it's just like no one's doing it mm-hmm. no one's doing it well are, at least are there anyway. like any big sports personalities like modern day that you'd want to like put in a game that they could pull from i i, I say this is someone who the, knows nothing about and so like the the commentary. problem is in nba 2k has done a really good job of like 
over the course of the season, they'll pull in people like Bill Simmons, who has like, you know, is really big, like in the podcasting space. He's mm. not a traditional like ESPN or CBS. They'll pull in people like that and just have them do like guest commentary. And so oh, when you cool. play a That's game cool. of NBA 2K, you'll have like your same. I forget who the broadcasters always are, but actually, I think they cycled them out, too. But every game, it can be different where. Bill Simmons is doing like a guest appearance or uh, I'm blanking on literally anybody else's <laughs> name, but like they'll, they'll bring in these guests for just this game specifically and they don't talk about the game at all. They just sort of just talk about basketball or their experience. And that's like a really fun thing that they do, right? It's like listening to a podcast, a podcast while playing a sport. Yeah. See, I, exactly. I prefer that. I'd much I rather have that. like, I mean, I don't have to be a podcast I'm interested in, yes. but it's. There's a there's a gap that I you know I don't need to set up my podcast thing to the side. It's, yes, it's just yeah. there. But for the most part, like a lot of games do more of like a, a developer friendly thing where Madden brings in these same two guys every year so they can build off of the okay. dialogue from years past. Oh, okay, and yeah. so they just have these two guys. They don't have to bring in more talent and record a bunch more, and they just have like years of stuff they can use wow. from them. Uh, which it gets so stale like it's yeah or like at a certain point you would probably be able to tell like yeah. oh that's an old line <laughs> and they're and they're not big name commentators too so it would be nice especially like that that's been a big thing in american football this year is like how crazy expensive or how much money people are dropping on broadcast teams like amazon spent millions of dollars to get uh kirk herb street and al michaels mm. uh to come from out of retirement and from college football to do like their Thursday night football on Amazon oh, wow. Prime. And so there's been bidding wars like all across American football for these great commentators. But in the game, it's still like the two guys that you'll hear on a random CBS regional one o'clock game. Right. Uh, and so that kind of stinks like that mm. they go for like presentation and polish so much in the modern era, except in this aspect that is literally the entire audio experience when you're playing a sports game. Right. Because I was thinking about how, like, Street Fighter 6 is doing a cool thing where they're bringing in, like, different commentators, mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, James Chan and and then weird stuff. Like, aren't they getting, like, some sumo wrestlers yes, to commentate? Yes, a, a personality in Japan that's a sumo wrestler, also, like, a... Yeah. Isn't Maximilian one of them, too? I don't know if Max is one of them. Maybe not. I don't I know. I think, but like, like um, Vicious is on there and James Chan and, yeah. and like... I think Tasty Steve is one of them, but like, yeah, but like pulling a bunch from well-known commentators. Yeah, like yeah. pulling from like you know people who are into that scene are like, yeah, those are like the commentators. Those are the guys at Evo every year. Those mm -hmm. are like the big names that you know. And like, I like bringing those people in is just like it feels like more fun. It feels like you're really engaging with the community and like mm -hmm. understanding what like people listen to. And mm -hmm. so it would be kind of cool if yeah, maybe probably a lot cheaper <laughs> to pull in yeah. Yeah. That's fighter, true. That's you know, they're not yeah. competing with television contracts. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I would, I, I kind of like what you were saying just about people talking, not even necessarily about yeah, the game yeah. itself. I really like the like, way that 2K does that. And I wish more, that's one of the few things that they're doing really well, mm. uh, in sort of the modern age. And so, yeah, it'd be cool if, if FIFA, if FIFA, especially like FIFA broadcasting is always very stale to me. Um, I'm not sure about NHL these days, like mm -hmm. how their situation is, but yeah, FIFA and Madden, like they could definitely rip a page out of that. I'd love to hear like Mina Kimes or like, you know, Bomani Jones, just like these fun mm. podcasters just talk about football or just talk about like 
you, you don't have to have them record every yeah. single player's name. Like, I don't care yeah. about that as mm-hmm. much as just give I me something not boring. I think it's the difference with, um, a, a di- there's a difference in the way, uh, like, British and European sports commentators approach it versus American. Where American has that kind of podca- podcast style, mm-hmm. like, just talk about whatever, whereas British sports, uh, especially, true. they're very stuffy. Yeah, what I said was like, probably, yeah. like, heresy yeah. to They're like, oh, what so a great kick from Manball, dude. That yeah. was great. He's done seven of these kicks. And <laughs> it's just like, oh, fuck. You me. mentioned uh, NHL. They should get, like... Just like a hockey dad guy who's just yeah. screaming. Yeah. Like, I want to yeah. play it, and like every time something happens, you just hear like a guy in the background be mm-hmm. like, "Rip his fucking throat out!" <laughs> yelling at other fans, and yeah, also you, just hear, you just hear a fight going on. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Fun crowd ambient noises for sure. <laughs> and what was the theme of this episode is just make sports games fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. The the old Maddens had this thing where you could like forget create a player, you could create a fan. Like you could just make a dude in the stands that they would just cut to and it's just such a fun thing like that's my guy yeah exactly <laughs> i made him yeah <laughs> with the modern like create a character like a suites available that would be so good yes like to create this awful looking human being <laughs> yeah, that just like just, cuts to every you just, now and yeah then. procedurally like yeah. pop him in all over the stadium <laughs> yeah. more goofy stuff like that would be really fun yeah i just i feel like the the kind of money balance or like the 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 money kind of like at play will just keeps keep people from making any sort of like drastic okay i have an idea i have an an idea use twitch integration and like ai voices and have the twitch audience chat be the ambient crowd noise that that sounds like a waking nightmare (laughs) exactly (laughs) someone passes poggers 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 poggers. that would be so good that would be great incredible Um, or like w. an emote like shows up as like one of the signs yeah, people they, like hold yeah. up like, <laughs> just suddenly Pepe's all over the oh, screen yeah. and, oh no know, that kind of stuff shut it all down yeah. in five minutes I would love that I yeah would, that would get shut down within an hour be <laughs> so, so that, that would be that really one hour good, would be beautiful yeah it would be incredible anything else Matt? Uh, that's pretty much been it. Yeah, just playing those. Back home, I was playing Overwatch 2. Uh, got some good games into that while I could uh, in between the period of it not working and then me traveling. Yeah. Uh, so so that's been fun. And then finally uh, getting around to finishing Elden Ring. It's been a Let's slow go. burn for oh, me nice. all, all year. You finished it though? No, no. I, am, I am right there. I'm fighting Gideon. Gideon? Uh, so I paused there. Yeah, yeah. So Gideon Ofni? Sure. That's his name, right? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you called him by dude. his first name. I was like, Ooh. yeah, your your dude who is like, uh, you know, Larry you're my man. guy, and yeah, now he's like, man. he's like, yeah. you can't burn this down. You can't. Yeah. I can't let you do this. Oh, he's he's a little sneaky. He's technically he the villain of the story, the real villain of the story. Yeah, he's trying to become Elden Lord himself, the little yeah. sneaky little bastard. But I'm excited. I'm ex- this was the first Souls game I ever fully got into to this extent mm. uh fell in love with it i'm just bad at it and so that's why why it's taken so long the thing but. is no one's good at souls games <laughs> yeah people will try to tell you like oh i i hardly die but everyone dies a lot right. in those games and part of the experience is just being bad at them yeah it, it's one of the few times where like like a game like spider-man like i take a few weeks off from it i come back super rusty i'm just yeah, getting my ass handed to me left and, and right yeah. with with elden ring like i come back it's not that different like i i was never like that good in the first place i just was able to have like a build and know like train oh, your yeah, brain exactly yeah. like yeah. oh i know like with 
my build, like I need to be doing the, successive the attacks sets are and very stuff like that. Simple. Like, yes. it's, uh, I think they're incredibly approachable games versus like like Neo or something. I've mm-hmm. played those games, but mm-hmm. like they're kind of souls like, but like they go way further. Got down all the, these like, stances, different mm-hmm. stances, different like weapons that have different combos and skill trees. And that game's good. But like, I think like there's something about the simplicity. Yes, of the souls it's all games. it's all in here. And for audio exactly. listeners, they don't know where I point it. He pointed at his penis. Yeah. Really weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I keep thinking about restarting that game, but I played it four times in a row. I know. Back, and I was like, <laughs> I got to stop. Why? Yeah. You need help. Yeah, I know. I did the same. I no, he doesn't it. need help. He's really good at it. <laughs> Three times on Xbox, I once on PC. <laughs> yeah, I did PC and then again on pc and then twice on playstation as well did you do much pvp do any steam deck i did do steam deck yeah so i guess that counts um i didn't do much pvp no i did a platinum run on playstation so i got that platinum i was like okay now's the time to stop for a little bit Um, pvp was fun until everyone started using the same fucking swords and it was like okay uh it's the yeah it's the the blood katana or the moonlight the the Moon Katana, I don't know, yeah, I don't know yeah. what it's called, mm-hmm. but it was. Did you see that they? Uh, someone uh, noticed that? I think it was uh, Lance noticed that they updated the game files with a reference to ray tracing. I did see that. Oh, yeah. interesting. Raymond tracing coming mm-hmm. to Raymond tracing. I wow. would, I would play that game again. For, I mean, I'd play that game again for less, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would play that game again if it, the icon was in front of my eyes. Finished it, oh. and I'm not actually that far, and I'm like panicking about it because i'm like i have to beat this before, before end of you don't the have game to of the year yeah how you, far in are you not that I, I haven't even beat the first i like i only played oh, like five no. hours and then like dropped it you should you should play like you don't have to beat it don't try and yeah. beat it that's the worst way to play it don't try no and but i mean even it. just finding time is more yeah, the issue it, it, well, like, you're, you're not so gonna have time stuff. now i know yeah, just, i feel like i have to like i need some sort of like Thanksgiving hey, break or, 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 uh, or like a really like a, good on Steam some, or like a, a live chamber. stream oh, like like yeah. I need like a thing to like a, like a dedicated yeah, Elden time. Ring period. Mm-hmm. Chuck it on your Steam Deck. I should. I should. It's really good. I, I, I think in your situation too, because you've played all of them multiple, all the Souls games multiple times. I don't think you're not going to be hitting the same walls that no, probably that you probably hit, mm-hmm. or even like I hit just because. Like, I, I haven't been playing them as long as you have. And I also played it early, you know, right at launch. So yeah. a lot of the, the, yeah. the strategies the knowledge. And, and knowledge just wasn't mm-hmm. there. Oh, sure. Yeah. Shit. People would be like, just go here and grab that sword. And I'd be like, yeah, cool. Right. All right. Yeah. It's, it's, you should play, you should play some of it for Game of the Year stuff. Um, but I wouldn't try and finish it because it's a, yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to like, like the exploring. My, yeah. Again, I just want to feel like I played en- enough to at least like, Speak on it. Yeah, because I, I just still feel like I've barely put any into it. So when people are like, "What do you think of it?" I'm like, eh, "I don't know. I don't really." Yeah, like I, you should finish it though at some point. I should. I should finish it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I should. Those, those bosses yeah. are incredible. Yeah, those end bosses. Holy yeah. moly! Um, yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. I was just gonna add like I haven't played Overwatch two, which is a surprise to me. Like, yeah, I was not, gonna say not as much as I want to. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I played a few games here and there, but like because of all the stuff that's been going on, I've just not been able to sit down and play properly. Sometimes I even forget that it's out. That's how weird <laughs> it is. That's how busy I am. Right now. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot I go play Overwatch. I might try and play some. It's a lot soon. of fun. Yeah. I'm I'm dying to play more of it. Um I got it on PC as well. So I think that's gonna be my next actually no, it's not. Maybe this weekend <laughs> I'll play. I just remembered four other games that yeah, I'll play right yeah. now. <laughs> so yeah. What about you, Jake? Uh I haven't been playing a whole lot either. Uh I 
I started a my first Nuzlocke run in Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, uh, which has been interesting for those who don't know. A Nuzlocke run is a way to play Pokemon where if a Pokemon faints, you have to release it. So it is a tougher way to play Pokemon. And also the first Pokemon you come across in a route, you have to catch that. Uh, that's the only Pokemon you can catch or use. So if you don't, you just don't get a Pokemon for that. What so. do you mean? The only Pokemon you can catch or use? So is, like if he walks into... A Pidgey appears, you catch a Pidgey. You're you not allowed to catch any more Pidgeys? No and you can't catch any more Pidgeys. Or if you miss that Pidgey, you can't catch any more Pidgeys, right? Oh, in that area. In, in that, that area. In that area. Oh, so okay. like I walk so into an area... Route 66, you get mm. a Pidgey, you got to catch that Pidgey. I have to catch that but Pidgey. But if you come back no to Pidgeys. Route 66 later, you can't catch... I can't catch no. anything. Damn, that's extra yes. homework. So you can like really screw yourself. I, I actually have a notebook of like what I caught where just to keep track of it all. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. It's wild to me that Pokemon Company hasn't like embraced that like challenge run yeah. style like and done like a, a, a mode that's like mode. official Nuzlocke mode or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't. But at the same time, I'm also not surprised they right. haven't, yeah. you know, if yeah. that makes sense. I, I think it's a really fun way to play. Like you're supposed to name all the Pokemon you catch, so there's like an investment to them. Mm. So I've I, I've got a full team right now, and I've been naming them, and and I definitely feel more attached to the Pokemon because normally what I'll do is I'll I'll just swap Pokemon out until I have a group of Pokemon that I like and that are kind of balanced. Mm. But with this, mm. it's it's very much like ah, I mean like I've got two water Pokemon right now. I've got a Gyarados and a Shellos, but I'm kind of like. I don't want to get rid of either of them because I like them both quite a bit. So I, I, I'm getting kind of attached to them, which is what's which is fun. What's your naming strategy? Yeah, whatever, whatever <laughs> pops in my head. I named my Gyarados Sushi, but it was a Magic Carp at the mm -hmm. time. Yes, I named my Shellos Ermine Trout because I've been oh. watching, <laughs> but spelt like trout because I've been watching yeah. uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Tough name. You had to look that one up. For um, sure. I had so, to look yeah. up how yeah. to spell it. That's for sure. <laughs> my brother, my brother would just name the 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 Pokemon what they were. Like he'd get a Pikachu and call it Rat, and then get like yeah. a, <laughs> a Magic Cup and call it Fish, and get Ekans and call it Snake. <laughs> That's really good. And, like it's pretty funny to be like to see the Snake come on. Yeah, yeah. Go Snake. Yeah. <laughs> how do you think a Nuzlocke run will work in the new ones? Because aren't those like true open world? Like, yeah, they're I'm, not segmented quite in that same way with I'm routes. Curious. Right? Because Jan and I were talking about possibly doing like a Nuzlocke stream of some sort, but I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't know how it's going to work. We don't know enough about yeah. it yet. So the community will have to figure out the rules. I'm sure the community will find something because, I mean, I, I could talk at length about this and I think I have at times, but like Pokemon games are easy and that's by design because mm -hmm. they're for kids. Um, and look, I'm bummed too that Pokemon games are easy, but that's why there's these other rule sets. So I hope very quickly the community comes up with new rule sets that would make sense for this because that was one thing with sword and shield well no sword and shield you could kind of do a nuzlocke run you just had to be careful where you went because if you actually walked into the wild area where there's level 60 pokemon right, the wild, then you're getting wiped yeah, yeah the wild it. area was like the yeah the thing yeah. that made it tough but that game still had like traditional roots i don't know if the new one has that right like yeah uh, it remains to be seen um Either way, I feel like if you are going to do a Nuzlocke run, you might want to just do a vanilla playthrough of it first, just yeah. so you at least know where things, like, okay, no, it's like, okay, I shouldn't go here quite yet, otherwise I might just lose a Pokemon. Oh, yeah, right and it's away. also, like, you can do the gyms in, like, any order. Like Yeah, so you be... wouldn't want to walk into a... <laughs> hmm. That, well, that could be interesting because you could make like variations of a Nuzlocke run where it's like you have to do these specific gyms in a this certain order. order. Yeah. Like maybe like it, you pick like a certain like 
this is people figured out that this is like the hardest way to the order to do it in or, you know, mm. that'd be interesting. Yeah. If anything, it'll probably just be like 20 billion different variations of how to do it. Yeah. Run now. And to be fair, like when I was looking up the rule set that I wanted to play by, there are already 20 billion mm. different variations. Some people are like, you can only catch as many Pokemon as your rival has at the time. So you can't have like oh, a full team while fun. your rivals only got two Pokemon. Cause you know, your rival always, Waits until the very end to have a full party. Right. Of Pokemon. Interesting. Or other people are like, you can only use uh, the Pokemon Center like twice per town, so to limit you there. Sometimes it's like <laughs> you can only buy certain stuff at the shops. It's, oh. There's a there's a whole cascading set of rules wow. you can play by. But I figured, having not played it, I don't having not a, before, it's like in the your people just yeah. being like, how can we make Pokemon? How, how, yeah, yeah how can we make it? How can we make this like Dark Souls? <laughs> it's like in the Pokemon universe, you don't have like uh, the right health insurance or Pokemon health insurance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, sorry, like you, you're Nuzlocke, done, man. American we can't heal these. Version. Yeah. Oh, he fainted. We're just going to have to put yeah, him down. Sorry, we man. Can't heal him. <laughs> He's uh, done. I've lost one Nothing Pokemon. I've lost a Bidoof that I named oh, Babs. No. Oh, no. Walked into a cave. A wild Onyx attacked me, binded it, uh, which bind, I can't swap it out. So basically, oh. Onyx just suffocated yeah. my Bidoof slowly. That's, that's <laughs> dramatic as a ten-year-old to experience that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sucks. I'm I'm actually tempted to do a Nuzlocke run, but I, d I think I would do it for an older Pokemon game. Like, that, I don't think I could do it, do it for one of the new. I could probably do it for like Yellow, Blue, Red, Ooh. and maybe yeah. like one of the others. Well, like, that's why I did it with Diamond, Shining, Brilliant Diamond, just because it is a little more traditional, yeah. even though there are some new stuff. Like, I think it's easier in that there are there's XP share now. That's automatically on. So mm -hmm. all my Pokemon are getting XP after battles, which is something that traditionally you wouldn't have. No. Um, but at least Diamond is structured in the way of those old Pokemon where it's like pretty straightforward. Mm. Um, okay. But yeah, like. Are you streaming? No, you're not streaming it, are you? No, I'm not streaming. I thought about it, but I was like, ah, this is my first one. Like I said, maybe we'll do something with Scarlet and Violet. That that would be fun to to stream. But yeah, like we just talked about, it depends on how that game right. is structured. Yeah, so. yeah, true. To be decided. Cool. Anything um, else? I I've been playing a little bit of Grounded. Uh, I worked on that game though, so like mm -hmm. I'm. I think it's very good, but I worked on it, so. Take my opinion here. <laughs> well, it went into 1.0, didn't it? What's that? Uh, it's gone into 1.0 now, hasn't it, it's, it? It's in 1.0 now, which I haven't played since for a couple months now. Uh, and it's, 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 it's a very fun, polished survival game with uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of heart to it. So I've been, yeah. I've been, I've been enjoying kind of dipping into that and seeing it, as, seeing it on the other side, I guess, mm. is, is a good way to put it. And that it's like, I mean, normally it's like, okay, I need to get here. And then I'd use commands to cheat my way in and now it's like okay i'm following the story this time yeah. which is which has been fun we did a review on it for the 1.0 and gave it a good score we gave it eight, yeah. and eight out of ten and mark seemed to like it quite a bit so yeah i, I do want to check that game out um very soon because i was interested in it and then it launched and i was like oh, i'll wait for this to get to the 1.0 phase and now yeah. it's time for me yeah. to pay my I think that was definitely the play because I remember we reviewed and even played uh, the original early access release and it was there were good ideas I remember but it was not very user friendly and it was a little bit rough and it was yeah. pretty buggy but now it seems like they've they've yeah worked out a lot of those issues yeah for sure cool um, well I mostly haven't been playing anything just because I've been on work stuff like I went to uh canada for a bit for gotham knights and then a preview on that mm -hmm. um which was you can read that but gotham knight seems 
weird and interesting yeah. um but also kind of not a great version of what i of the old batman games but it's mm. not trying to be that it's trying to be different but at the same time it is very much that it's mm -hmm. sort of impossible to yeah, not it's them. make the comparison yeah, they're like know? this is not a batman game and then you pick it up <laughs> and you're like are you sure because yeah. it looks and it kind of feels a controls bit like the yeah. Yeah, controls but like you changed things in a way that's kind of weird Still like a dude with a feel. shield yeah and like they, they they took those games and they were like how can we like redesign this this experience to make it an rpg and it very much feels like that which is like it remains to be seen whether they, they pull it off or not but there are parts of it that i really liked like um the story and the characters and that kind of stuff and there are parts of it that i was like i'm not sure about this yet which is that like combat and traversal and that kind of stuff so i'm excited to sit down with it and play like the full game so i went and did that and then came back and then we went to the um new york to do the giant bombathon which was fun i was just goofing off didn't really pay play anything i mean i played mario party for the first time in many many years and fucked mm. that game <laughs> <laughs> so long you didn't just play Great. mario party you I played, played mario, mario party with, with dan Riker, Riker. Yeah. <laughs> which is like a different kind of mario party yeah. experience obviously he's been playing mario Big party weeks. like he hasn't stopped no, right. non-stop so like he's great at every single mini game meanwhile like i'm playing and like you're playing it on one of the worst controllers known to man yeah. like is yeah. just oh you're playing the original yeah, the original. yeah. Oh, okay. you have to yeah. get you need your gloves you need your gloves on yeah. i know no i can oh, still wow. feel it like i i got the boil like you know the, oh. you know the, the like water mm -hmm. bubble that appears and you can still see it on my hand and like it's really rough there and i was like why do people play these games yeah. man <laughs> it's just a nightmare i love it um so i played that uh, for a bit um and then yeah got back and i've been playing mostly i played a lot of vampire survivors because i was flying a lot on steam deck mm. um, and vampire survivors is now also in 1.0 and um they jacked up the price a bit which was like a shock because that one of the big selling points for that game was like it's two dollars you gotta try it but it's still like i think it's like five dollars yeah they bumped now. it to five dollars <laughs> which, which is to like be fair, I mean, i've played that game more than most games in my yeah. steam library uh, five dollars so. is a have you got vampire Survivors? i have not yet you should 100 percent make it a point of priority to download that on your steam deck mm -hmm. yeah. it's five dollars and it is like well worth like based on play and like how longevity it is like it's worth like at least twenty dollars or something like that but mm -hmm. it's like a very simple uh game uh it's almost like a it's got the same energy as a clicker game where like you can mm -hmm. tune out for a bit and yeah like just play it's like it a, like an um, auto it, battler kind yeah, of great yeah. podcast game and you don't 100 percent like your character's constantly attacking so you don't aim you, you don't move. shoot you just nice. move and you just yeah. avoid enemies the best you can and pick up power-ups yeah, whenever and you pick like, a power-up it pauses so you can take that breath see what you want figure it out and then just yeah you're just making a build basically uh, over and over again and trying to survive for as long as possible and keep doing it better and better um incredible game just fun. and it's also like made of a very obvious uh asset flip of castlevania games like nice. it looks like castlevania yeah. it looks like the it skeletons looks like steam trash yeah <laughs> it looks awful but, you but play it's great it and you're like oh my god this is insanely yeah. good it's genuinely like game of the year contender and it's like sometimes i think about what if we gave vampires what we gave the <laughs> didn't it this come out year last of year? all year did it come out last year i think well i think it came out like this year. Oh, yeah. but so it's now it's eligible yeah. for okay. game of the year but i'm like Oof. i'm slowly <laughs> getting more into it i've been playing a little it bit does, more and yeah. more because at first i was like i don't really get this or like i don't get the appeal and then like i'm i'm playing a little bit more and i'm like okay that, try playing that, it on the toilet 
that run was pretty good. And I'm like, oh, I'll play a little more now. So yeah. I, I can slowly feel it warming its way into yeah, my brain. Yeah, it's, it's really, really fun. I, like on a flight, I was, I was telling you guys earlier, like I'd stick it on like with the last two hours remaining of a flight <laughs> and it would just like burn through those that time and I'd be landed and ready to roll. Um, I also love it because it's like it doesn't have a big power drain on the battery. So you can oh, play yeah. that thing for ages, yeah. like ages and ages. So, yeah, that's been my main game. But otherwise, just been busy, busy, busy on work stuff. Uh, let's go over to the question of the week. All right. Uh, this comes from Maria on the GameSpot Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you can uh, DM myself to more Lucy on Twitter and we will get you in. I don't do background checks. He does. I so. do background <laughs> checks. I should do background checks. Although no one's asked me in a while. So, so you know, it's fine. Uh, okay. This is Halloween themed. And it is... To start with, what is the first video game you remember being scared by? Do you think it would still be scary today? Now, if you want to answer this question at home, uh, you can join the Discord and there is a channel for this. Um, but we're going to answer it here. Hmm. Has anyone gone? You, John Luke, you seem to have an answer. I have a, I have a couple. Um, I'm horrified of spiders. I still am. Spider-Man, um, terrifying game. Spider-Man, terrifying <laughs> game. Hate him. The um, spider bit him. You guys see that? That's crazy. <laughs> wow. He survived. Yeah, ironically enough, Spider-Man is like my favorite superhero as a kid, so I don't know what was up with that. <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, Hobbit video game. I don't know if you guys ever played that. There was a yeah. Hobbit video game. and there's I didn't play much of it. but the I PlayStation one? Some of it, yeah. yeah, it was Game like PlayStation, Cube. GameCube. Oh, I had it on PC. Um, and that the the forest level with the spiders um absolutely terrifying hated it hated 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 it because it's just all these like giant oh. spider enemies just like crawling at you did you ever play devil may cry um one with the giant lava spider remember that Phantom? yeah that that one didn't really because it's like so Comical. weird and abstract it's also talking think, and shit like, yeah like, uh, and it's like got lava spoon out of it and it's just saying a bunch of nonsense and dante's just like yeah. doing flips and <laughs> being weird as fuck and you're like yeah um so that one really got me and then um uh my cousins used to play like a lot of like old like adventure games and i remember there being this one where like it was something i forget the name of it but it was basically like a loch ness monster type case where you're like in scotland trying to like find out like if the loch ness monster is real and it's like kind of sherlock holmes like type character but there's like this creepy evil looking like maid character with like really white skin hmm. um and very pale and at one point when you you are just like walking through the game and doing normal like puzzle stuff you go around a corner and she just like comes around all of a sudden and just hits you in the head and it scared the fucking yeah. shit out of me and i was like no i'm done i don't yeah. play this anymore because because you just are thinking like this is just a normal adventure game where i'm walking around doing puzzles and then it just throws that at you and you're like ah absolutely not so shit like that anytime i'm playing a game where like i think it's just fine and then they just like throw in like a little a little thing there yeah, i know what you're talking about yeah yeah hmm. i just remembered uh, a couple for me i don't know I, th I remember being creeped out by them but there were a couple of uh do you remember trilobite they made the games these adventure games or like i guess adventure games like point and click 11th guest and no, 11th hour and seventh guest Oh yeah, I haven't PC. played them, but I'm familiar with them. They're like they were like these creepy like um puzzle games, FMV puzzle games that I remember playing when I was younger and being like there was like a, a like a narrator that was very creepy. Mm. But I think like the games that were like the first game that really freaked me out was Silent Hill. 
Mm. Like, obviously, because there was something about Silent Hill that one, it was like very mysterious. Two, the fact that it looked like shit for most of it was like even scarier. Because <laughs> you're like, I don't, I don't know what that is. It yeah. looks so weird. What is it? It's like mm-hmm. weird garbled polygons just like smushed together and like everything is foggy. And you're like, oh my God. Where's-? Mm-hmm. There's that one scene right at the beginning where you go into the alleyway to pick up the knife off the dead body and the camera's like wobbling in a really oh, weird yeah. way. And I remember being like, I don't know if I like this, man. This is <laughs> freaking me out. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is, I think that's the one. I don't think Silent Hill is scary um, in this day and age. Like that first one specifically. Because mm. you look at it and you're like, that looks awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Silent Hill was very freaky back in the day. Especially with like the, the radio and the light and all that kind of business. It was very, very scary. For me, I like I, I mentioned it before being a big baby. So like. I do, I do horror now, more horror movies than horror games. Uh, but back in the day, the first thing I can think of like for this question, on the PlayStation 1, used to play any and every kart racer. There was a Disney World kart racer that was exclusively... Uh, <laughs> this will be a walk, I guess. <laughs> that was exclusively like, there's no Mickey Mouse, there's no Goofy. It's all like weird side characters in like the Disney World universe. I guess I guess Chip and Dale were probably the headliners of this thing, right? Oh, okay. weird. But they had uh but man, I don't know, something about this game was just eerie specifically like obviously there's like a haunted mansion level, there's uh the dinosaur level and like just as a kid for being a kart racer, like I would just stop the race like at a certain point in the haunted <laughs> mansion like when you actually go inside the house when you're on that track it was like the combination of like the music, it being like, you know, this gross looking PS1 game. Mm. And then I'll turn around. You're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I just stop. I just hit the brakes. Literally, I'm like, I'm <laughs> getting last up place. On the side of the road <laughs> exactly. Uh, calling calling my mom. Uh but but no, and so like I would get lost literally in the house where it's like, you're supposed to turn here, but like it wasn't very good about maybe like there wasn't a mini map or something. So you don't mm. actually know the direction of the course. And so mm. I'm already trailing far behind all the other people because I'm scared of this course, so I never know where to actually go. Same with the dinosaur one. Like, there's asteroids falling and all Mm. this stuff. And probably as a kid, I connected that one to the dinosaur ride at Animal Kingdom because I remember being scarred uh, by Mm. that ride as a child where there's, like, a dinosaur that pops out, screams at you. I remember there's, like, a weird animatronic, like dinosaur like roasting another dinosaur over like what <laughs> on like his sp- i don't know my my head was down like most of the ride at like 30 seconds and uh i have yet to go back and conquer those fears um weirdly enough i t- i remember too like the test track ride being very eerie <laughs> or not the ride the 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 course on huh. this ps1 game so maybe i'll go back that, and check that out that kind of brings me to what i was gonna say i mean there is like a game that scared me when I was mm-hmm. younger. I was also kind of a baby. It took me a while before I really warmed up to horror games. But to your point about that test track, there was a lot of like Nintendo 64 games that weren't designed to be scary, but yeah. just like... They're just like just, eerie and empty it, kind of. It was of. like almost too yeah. bright, very empty, not yeah. a lot going on, like weird music coming from like a... I don't know. It, it's, it, it, it's like kind of tied to nostalgia. It's this weird... Yeah feeling emotion that i can't properly explain but like there are weird games like what was it paperboy 64 i don't know oh, yeah i think like i forgot about that game until mike brought it up mike mahardy brought it up on a podcast and i was like oh my god that game was just 
so weird it was creepy. Like, I don't know. It's very weird vibe on a lot mm-hmm. of those games. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say a more traditional one. Um, two more traditional ones is I remember the Psycho Mantis fight, playing that at a mm-hmm. friend's house. And that that was freaky because when he starts talking about the games yeah. you've been oh, playing, yeah. we were like shitting ourselves. <laughs> or like, <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. Just two, I think we were, I don't know. When did that game come out? To Metal Gear Solid 1999? 97. So yeah, I was like six or something, you know, for that. So I was not even six. So that that freaked us the hell out. Uh, and then I remember playing Resident Evil 4 for the first time at that same friend's house a couple years later, oh, you yeah. know, and just sitting there and seeing it and being like, this is so cool, but also I'm not going to sleep tonight now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I can't think of anything else to add to mine, but yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of fun um, responses to that in mm-hmm. the Discord, yeah. so make sure Actually, you get in there. Are there I wonder, any in I wonder there if there are some already, we can already read. read. We'll see. Oh God! Okay, the this scared the shit out of me. Uh, trusty patch oh, on Ocarina of yeah. Time. I think oh, those yeah. are those zombie things. Yep. I hated turning into Adult Link because I'd have oh. to run through the plaza with those. What are they called? Get, they start with G's. Right? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah I, know I know what you're talking about. about. Those remember. things. Also, I remember uh, Majora's Mask. There's that one. Uh, Link behind a tr- hiding behind a tree is pretty fucked up. As the, well. No, yeah. there's like the little idol, uh, like. Isn't there? It's like it's like uh like an effigy of Link that's just like got this creepy smile on him. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're right? talking about. Yeah, I think I've, I've seen, I remember mask, right? the image mm-hmm. of it. I remember, and also just the Happy Mask salesman. Uh, yeah, those he, games terrifying. Those games were terrifying. Yeah, like yeah. there's some really scary. They they were messing with like body horror and yeah. stuff yeah. in a totally. in the Nintendo 64 form. That if they did today, like that would be too much for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was too much for me as a kid. Yeah. I remember like the zombies, even in uh, like the campaign for uh, Smash Bros. Melee, like they show up oh, there yeah. and it's like, not you again. You're like, like, no, I thought it was safe. Like, like this game, like you're wave dashing and all that stuff. And like they, they just grab you and they just take yeah. a bite out of you. It's like a completely different game. It transforms to hmm. the oot zombies. I don't think that's it. But uh, yeah, I remember they'd scream in Ocarina yeah. of Time yeah. too and they'd oh, grab you. Yeah. And oh, and that, oh. yeah. That scared me. I was I was a baby. <laughs> I'm excited to play some spooky games this this Halloween. I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm gonna play, but I'm excited to get into them. Um, I might I might check out some old Dead Space again just to get. I was I talking about last week. I I was replaying um Dead Space Two because I would just randomly was like I just want to play Dead Space Two, mm. and that game's still so good. Holds up. Yeah, maybe maybe well. I'll jump that into that one. Um, yeah. Georgia has been playing Resident Evil Two Remake for the first time. Oh, I nice. talked about that as well. Um. We're not done yet. We're in the sewer. Um, but she had her like Mr. X encounter oh. and fucking hated it. <laughs> like, and and had that moment where like she ran into the main hall because there's that save uh, um, mm-hmm. the typewriter there. And she's like, OK, I'm good. I'm safe. And then he like busts through the door. And she's like, I thought I was safe. What the fuck? What the fuck? And like looked so mad at me. And I was like, I don't know. I'll talk to that guy. I'm like, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Let us know what you're playing for Halloween this this uh, this month. This month it is this month. It, it is this month. month. Yes. Jesus. Um, you can let us know uh, on Twitter, where you can find me at more H. Jake, where are you? At Jacob Deck. Matt at Matt S Batson. And Jean Luc at John Luc Lovely. Um, we should be back to live 
next week? Yes. Uh, we just didn't do it this week because um, uh, everything's just been so busy. Yeah, a lot of stuff is going on. Yeah, I, I, I still have so much more to do after yeah. this podcast. Which uh, is why this podcast is a bit shorter than usual as well. Yeah. Although we've been going for a while. I think it may I think it may end up just the normal length. Normal length. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah, I will say in terms of the live stuff, it might be touch and go just because at some point we're going to have to move offices. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> As you may know. Um, yeah. 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 Um, but we we'll, are, we'll make sure that we just communicate that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll communicate that. Another and, reason mean, to join the Discord. Totally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, uh, we're, obviously things are still being figured out, but we're, there were already talks about planning space in the new office mm-hmm. to record stuff. So uh, feeling good. good that like, you know, it might take a while, but it, it'll happen. Feeling yeah. good about yeah, it. It's so. not For video. Sure. I was pointing to these walls, but it's not video. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, if you've seen video, you know that the this space is pretty sparse and yeah yeah we'll have something better for sure all right folks we'll see you on the next episode of the GameSpot after dark podcast goodbye